and welcome to the Mama Knows Beauty Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dina Yusin. Let's talk raising babies and a beauty business. This is a show where we can learn and grow together. You and I know it takes a village to raise a baby and often a tribe to raise a business. Do you find yourself wondering how does she do it? Toddlers to teens, taxes to taglines. Well, you're about to find out. Let's learn how she makes her life and business glow and grow mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. From brows, babies, and bronzing, or lashes, long nights, and lovely skin, we discuss it all. Raising babies and a beauty business. What it takes to succeed. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Dina, and I'm glad you're here today. My guest today is April. She's joining us from Utah, and she's here to talk about her journey of becoming a mom in the beauty industry. She's here to share how she started out her journey in aesthetic school while pregnant, had the baby, and how she is growing her business, as well as her very educational Instagram account. You'll need to follow her and I will share her link at the end of the episode. Also know we are going to be diving into a lot of great topics, one of them being adoption, and she shares a very special story with us. So go ahead and grab another cup of coffee or get a glass of water because we're diving in now. Welcome to the show, April. I am so excited to have you here today. If you take a quick minute and tell us a little more about yourself and your business. Okay, so yeah, I started esthetician school back in um, 2019 and I started my Instagram page then and you know everything just took off. I found a lot of success. Um, I had a brand new baby. Um, you know, when I started school, I was really depressed with postpartum depression and school really, really helped me to get out of that. But, but yeah, so since then I've been working at a med spa, I teach part-time and, and then I'm working on my Instagram business on the side. So very, very, very busy. And then being a mom on top of that is definitely a lot, but I wouldn't change it. No. So tell me how old is the baby now? He's two. He's two. Wow. So yeah. you actually got started in the industry prior to having your little guy. Is that correct? I had signed up for school while I was pregnant. And then I, I started school a couple months after he was born. Wow. I think three or four months. Yeah. Wow. And if you don't mind me asking, in what ways would you say working or learning your trade, so to speak? So going to uh, esthetician school, beauty school, whatever you want to call it. How did that really help you with postpartum? I think that's something, you know, a lot of women don't talk about, and I would love to hear what helped you. You know, for me, um, I mean, I struggle with depression. I always have. So the por- the postpartum was was definitely real for me, um, especially since I placed a baby for adoption five years ago. So it brought up a lot of that stuff. But I think for me, like I, I love being a mom. I appreciate being a mom. I think there's so much value in being a mom, but I also think there is so much value in, you know, working on something separate than that for yourself, you know, feeling like you have something, um, 
to work towards outside of the home. And I, I think it's amazing when people can be stay at home moms, because it's one of the hardest jobs being home all the time with no adults to talk to is hard, very, very hard. So for me starting school and, um, you know, being able to focus on something that I loved and that was building up myself really helped me to, you know, get out of that funk, but also to be a better mom because I had time away from my son to work on myself, which allowed me to be more present, which allowed me to be happier and, you know, spend more time playing with him. So all around, I think it's, I think it's great, but finding a balance is definitely hard for sure. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's so important. A lot of women, we just don't talk about it enough. And a lot of women aren't even aware that they're going through postpartum or that it's depression or that it's anxiety, because let's just be real. Being a new mom gives us a whole new meaning to anxiety, no matter if you feel like you suffer from it. So, I mean, we could talk for days on that, but I, I appreciate you sharing that because I know there's somebody that needed to hear that and know that they're not alone and that if you're a new mom listening or Mm -hmm. pregnant and going to school, it will help. And the same thing with, if you're going to school and have just had a baby, your estimate that Mm -hmm. it's good, good, right? So what's Mm -hmm. one thing you would say now that you're running, um, I guess like the two businesses, right? You work in the beauty, you're teaching and you have the Instagram. What is one thing being a mom has really helped you to excel at that? Um, But I think one of the things for me is it helps me empathize with people a lot more, you know, and it helps me um, feel a lot deeper and appreciate, you know, that self-love and that self-care, which is essentially what I'm trying to do with my Instagram page. What I'm trying to do with aesthetics to begin with is, you know, building people up, helping with their confidence. So, I mean, it's allowed me to see different sides of it. Um, But it's also, I mean, it's one of those things like being a mom, you can't just do whatever you want anymore. You can't, you can't just go hang out and, you know, do whatever you want. You have to, you know, you have to plan things out. So it's allowed me to build a better structure with my life and also not give up on it because I know that I have this son, you know, keeping me going. And that's been a huge motivation for me, you know, providing for him, providing for myself. Um, all of that sort of stuff. So oh, that's awesome. That was a great answer. I, I would say that was really good because you're exactly right. It's, I like the way you put that we need something separate from just being a mom, because I've yeah. said this in another episode, I am guilty of raising all four of my babies and at some point losing who I really was because I had yeah. points of being a mom and through each different child either worked or stayed at home. And there's so much reward, just like you said, but at then some point, so you have to refine yourself and we get to reinvent ourselves and we keep growing just like our little people are growing. Would yeah. you say that your mom style and your business style are similar or different? Discovering, I'm still discovering my business style. Um, but I think just my style in general tends to be very um, intuitive. I go with what my heart tells me. Um, and I definitely do that with my son as well. Uh, sometimes it gets me into a little bit of trouble because he knows how to manipulate these heartstrings. But <laughs> and same with business, like I just want to give. I'm a giver. I want to give away all this information. And you know, sometimes I have to remember, like, okay, um, I have training. I have license. I've worked for this. Like, I should not be just giving it away freely. Of course, I still want to, though. And I think that's part of it. And that's why I do my page. I give away free information and stuff like that. But yeah, I think I'm always going with what my heart tells me for sure. 
That's great. That's good. And there's a fine balance though. And it's finding that balance through motherhood and running a business or like you said, running your page that you can give and find balance and receive. So you're receiving from your and you're receiving from your, you know, your followers or engaging with them, but you're also finding balance to be able to give back. I like that. That was good. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, we are just talk about balance, balancing those things. How do you handle work-life balance? So how do you juggle being the mom and, or do you even believe in work-life balance? You know, I think I believe in balance, but that has been, I mean, I think that's the struggle for every mom. Um, we feel this pressure to be a certain way um, as a mom from society, from what other people tell us, family members, whatever. We feel this pressure to, at least I did, to stay home and be that, you know, that person that I'm just not. So, you know, it's it's been hard. Um when I'm working, it's hard to give my son the attention he deserves. So I've, you know, I've, I've had to ask for help and that's okay. Like I, I have way too big of dreams to be doing it all on my own. You know, they, it's okay to ask for help so that yeah. you can be present in the things that you love to do and be present in your personal life. Again, I'm not perfect. I still, sometimes my son's like, mom, get off your phone. He's like, mom, pay attention to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. This is not work time. It's time to be with my son. So, um, it's been nice. You know, I have, um, I'm a single mom, but the father of my child is very involved and he helps a lot. And my mom also helps, but so, you know, just finding help. It's okay to ask. I love that. It's okay to ask. Those are just words that we should say over and over because as a mom, sometimes we feel like we have to carry all the weight on our shoulders and do all the things. You know, I like the quote that it takes a village to raise a baby. It really does. It does. It, it takes, does. And it, you know, it takes a village or a tribe to raise a business too. So you find that help. So that was good. That was really good answer. So now that we talked a little bit about that, is there any one piece of advice or is there one thing you wished you would have known or that somebody would have told you possibly like when you were in school that would have changed or made you understand things differently as a mom running a beauty business? Mm, That's a hard one. Let me think about that for a minute. Yeah, for sure. You know, there was one point where I didn't think that I would ever have my own place to live, have anything. I didn't think that I was capable and not to throw shade on anyone, but I've had people tell me like, oh, like you can't succeed as an esthetician in Utah. It's just way too saturated, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's the complete opposite. You can do anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. It's all about you know manifestation and putting that positive energy into whatever it is that you're doing. And I just feel so fortunate that I found you know my calling and like, I feel like I finally found something that um, I'm supposed to be doing and it's, and it's just grown so much and so quickly. And so I think it's important to find that passion, but it's also important to believe in yourself and, and um, allow yourself to have success. So many people put themselves down and don't even think that that's an option for them. Mm -hmm. And it definitely is. It's all in your head. It's all in your head. So, and, and the, the limitations of having a kid, or they're not actually limitations. It allowed me to be more focused in school, learn more, study more, actually appreciate that time in school more. Whereas some people 
um, again, not throwing any shades is just, it's just different stages in life. Yeah. You know, some people aren't there for the same reasons that I was there. So yeah, being a mom definitely helped me with that regard for sure. I love that. And do you think now, um, that you have grown your business you're raising this little guy, do you find the relatability factor to be even more? So yeah, with, with speaking with my clients, I'm able to have much more in-depth conversations with them and connect with them on a much deeper, deeper level, just because I know what it's like, you know, and especially the stuff our skin goes through during pregnancy and afterwards. And so, so much of that I'm able to relate to because I've been through it and it allows my clients to, you know, feel that empathy, but also trust me a lot more because, you know, I know what it's like. Mm -hmm. I know how to um, address it and I know what, what the results can be after. So yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, you just have a whole, as a mom part of, like I said, for the podcast too, is that we have a special something, not that there's nothing wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a woman in the beauty industry, running a business without a child, but there's something extremely special about being a mom and having that gift of a, a little one that just brings us more knowledge, able to give more love. And, you know, I mean, it is a balance. It's a juggle but it is another extra relatable facet in engaging with our clients and social media and all the things really, it really is. Because now you're, you know, you were the single woman, you were the woman without a child, you were a teenager. And now you have the, I'm a mom. I have a little boy, you know, you have so many things that are so relatable. So I want to kind of revisit something you said, if you're comfortable with that Um, you mentioned before, you became a mom as a young mom, but you had also given up a baby for adoption five years earlier. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So tell me, I'm sure that's been hopefully a very positive experience. And how did that affect you or how is that affecting you as a mom right now? You know, it was definitely um, a hard experience, but 100% meant to be 100% what needed to happen with that child. Um, I think it's allowed me to gain a much, much deeper appreciation and love for my, you know, the child I have with me, but also for the one that I don't have, you know, and I see her occasionally, she's beautiful. She's so cute. And yes, like having my son brought a lot of that up. And so it really, really triggered some postpartum, you know, stuff, but working through that and coming out on the other side and seeing, you know, the beneficial things I've done for another family, but also for myself, um, or what that baby had done for me, you know, has been amazing, but, you know, and, and sharing that story with people, um, it's surprising how many other women have gone through the adoption process, whether they're adopting a baby or giving a baby up. And so many people have gone through that. And I think it's something that we don't really talk about a lot. I don't really talk about it a lot. Right. If I'm being totally honest, just because it's something that I don't really know how to talk about yeah. a lot of the times, but yeah. you know, I think, I don't know if anyone's going through that, like I get it, but yeah. you did the right thing. Like my baby's happier with that family. I wasn't in the place to have you know, have a baby at that time. So, um, now having my two year old, it's just, it's been awesome. Like they, you know, he, he has a sister, right. And she, she has a little brother. So, you know, it's, it's all good. It's all good things. All positive. 
And all that, since it was, and you sat with that, I'm sure. And like you said, with the postpartum, with the, the new baby and going through school, but you, you know, it'll always be a part of you and, but it's going to help you to persevere because just the part of succeeding, making it through a hard time, you know, gaining the confidence that you went through something challenging and you overcame an obstacle and you knew it was good for you and the baby as a mom. So it probably makes you a better, it probably makes you a better mother. Like just, you know what I mean? And in, in a different way, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like, I no, thank you for sharing that. Cause there's somebody who heard those words and, and resonated really with that. And it's not something that a lot of women want to talk openly about because it's, it used to be so taboo, but it's yeah. not, like you said, there's definitely, it still is. Yeah. People will say things. I've had people say things to me multiple times, but I know what I did right. and I know why I did it. Yes. They don't have to understand. It doesn't matter if they understand. Nope. Nope. Just like somebody always told me, I think it was a psychology teacher. They don't walk in your shoes or you, you know, mm-hmm. they don't walk in your shoes. Just like we don't walk in their shoes. So we cannot understand how they feel. They didn't walk in your shoes. So they have no idea what you went through or how you feel. So, um, what's one thing you would possibly tell a woman who is pregnant working or getting ready to enter the beauty industry about mom life and running a business? Um, that it's okay to, you know, it's okay to work and it's healthy to work. It's, it's good for you and your child. Your child is going to watch you grow up being successful, being a badass, being a boss, and that's going to inspire them. And they're going to learn from that and be able to, you know, pursue something like that as well. Um, but yeah, again, like I mentioned before, working allows me, um, a different type of satisfaction than raising my child, not better, not worse, different. And I think they're both crucial for me. Um, and it may not be that, that for everyone. And that deeper satisfaction allows me again to appreciate the relationship I have with my son. Absolutely. I mean, you just, I'm sure there's plenty of people nodding their head just like I am to you because it's, it's true. And it's something you learn and acquire along the way. Um, And everybody approaches motherhood different and everybody approaches running a business different. Integrating the two is hard. So there's really no right or wrong way per se. But like you said, take that chance to, you know, that it is okay. I mean, Mom guilt. We we won't even dive into that, but that's what that oh, is. No, mom guilt is real. Oh, it's so real, right? Gosh, feel hard. You feel bad just going to the bathroom by yourself sometimes, right? Like, I mean, yeah. And not only that, you have, you have people say things to you, and you know, you're just like, and it affects you. Like, it. I don't want to be a bad mom. That was like my biggest thing when I first started. Um, I thought I was a bad mom, and I really got down on myself about it. But at the end of the day. I love my child more than anything. And he knows that uh, he's provided for. He has all the toys in the world. Too many toys. Yeah, too many toys. Always. It's going to be like that for a long time. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity and this industry because I think it's all about, you know, self-love, building each other up, yes. um, all of that. So. Yes. Yes. So what's one way you protect your energy as a woman working in the beauty industry? When I first what got big into Instagram, there was a lot of drama on the app just between estheticians and 
you know, whether it was people commenting on my posts saying rude things or messaging me. And it wasn't a lot, but I used to let it affect me. And I don't know why. Um, and I used to almost feed into it. And now I honestly, like when I see something like that, you know, you just got to take a step back and be like, I get it. You know, obviously this person's going through something it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And if anything, I should take it as a compliment because when they engage with my content negatively, it actually promotes it. <laughs> sure. So, but also just like, you know, taking a step back and being like, okay, like I see you, you know, this has nothing to do with me and it's not going to, you know, affect me at all, at all. Right. And turning those negative things into more of a positive thing, you know, seeing that it's actually um, enhancing my growth, not limiting it, you know? So yeah. that's one of the things, um, but always just, you know, and I try to do this. There are weeks where I don't, you know, writing down things I'm grateful for yeah. and just like making sure that my energy is on point, because if I'm working on a client and I have negative energy, that's going to transfer to them. They're going to feel that. Um, everyone's going to feel that. I mean, energy is energy. I am a firm believer in that. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, if, as long as I'm standing firm, no one else's energy or negativeness should affect me at all. But I don't really have any, like, it's just something that's kind of came to me. I don't really have any like ways to do it exactly. No. Other than, yeah. You're doing it, girl. You are doing it without even realizing it. You are because you're just being conscious that it's a thing and that, You've chosen not to take on that negative energy through Instagram or in the, with the in the treatment room, and you're you're taking charge. So you're in charge of the energy. And I tell the girls that work for me too, like when they go in to work with a client, like they're in charge of that room. Like take hold of that room, and if something bothers you, then you can totally change it. Like you know how it is. We're working different services. If somebody says something you don't want to say, you okay? Close that up change the conversation. Like you're in control and you don't have, so you're doing it without realizing it. So I love the way you said it. So trust yourself, trust yourself. Yeah, trust yourself. So who inspires you or who has inspired you along this beauty journey? So do you have any one specific? There's many. So <laughs> appreciate all my teachers at Acadia. Um, it is a school I went to is where I work now. I, I think, you know, the owner of that school, teachers at that school, I think that school changed my life. Wow. Everything about that school, the energy, the mission behind it has really allowed me to shine. And I, I mean, that's the start of it. You know, your teachers there, I mean, some of them are my, my best friends now, you know, so that, and then, you know, looking at other accounts on Instagram who have achieved what I was hoping to achieve and, you know, building relationships with them, asking questions, asking so many freaking questions. Okay. That's the main thing that I did that annoyed everyone in school. I was that person like raising my hand every two seconds because like I'm here to learn and I'm still here to learn and I'm never going to stop striving to learn. Asking questions is key. Um, I I've messaged, I've messaged dozens of Instagram influencers asking advice, asking, how did you get here? Rather than I see some people who, who see someone's success and they try to tear them down. That's not how you get success. The only way to get success is to find out how they're doing it and strive to be like them. Yeah. Tearing them down isn't going to allow you to be successful. No. It never is. No. It never, 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 never is. So, so yeah, so many, so many ins inspirational women 
and not even just in this industry, just in general, like there are so many people that I'm inspired by for sure. Well, good. That's, that's good. I love what you said about your teachers because in school, like you were going through school in definitely a different way than a a lot of women. I'm not going to say all because somebody else has been in your shoes or similar shoes, let's just say, but having someone of authority, we'll just say a teacher, a a uh, coworker or a classmate per se instill confidence in you and show such give you such value and show you your own belief that is that gives you even more confidence to push through and push forward so i'm sure that had to yeah, be yeah i get emotional honestly talking about it i'm sorry because school gave me so much mm-hmm. and it was it was all about the confidence Mm-hmm. they, you know, they made me feel like I was good at something, yeah. you know, and it was like that positive reinforcement that I'd never had before. Yeah. And so, you know, I've had jobs where it was all negative, negative, negative. And my creativity was like smashed. My, my productivity was gone. Like I, you know, because the root of why I was doing it in the first place was gone. Right. right. So that's why I love my job now at Aesthetica is because it's all about positive reinforcement. It's all about, you know, caring for your employees, caring for your clients. It's not about the money. Yes, it is. We need a paycheck, but it's not about that. Um, I get off on tangents, but the money will come, but it is, like you said, it's important that it's gratifying that someone saw in you what you didn't see in yourself. And for you were that young new mom, like we just talked about before the postpartum, like you, I can already feel that you got so much, like you had so much growth in such a little time. And that just instilled a lot of confidence that allowed you to blossom into the you're becoming now. And then that it's also essentially helping you be a better, excuse me, be a better mother. Because again, you went to that confidence. I'm a better person. Person. I'm a better, way better person. Yeah. I, I mean, it was the best gift anyone could have ever given me, but Anyways, (laughs) yes, I love that you realized that and you shared it because again, somebody else is going to do that. So, um, to wrap up, I have two fun questions that I like to ask mom. Are you um, a coffee or tea drinker? Yes, got my coffee right now. (laughs) Yes, and if you were going through the drive thru, what would be your coffee order? Uh, just black watered down coffee. Yeah, hey, nothing wrong with that. There you go. And do you have a favorite mom or business quote or a mantra that you use or that you love? Um, I don't. I wish I did. Let me think about this for a minute. Yeah, think about it. You may have something you don't realize. Like if there's something you learned in school, something somebody said to you. There was that book. Uh, what was that book? Uh, Girl, Wash Your Face or something. Yeah, Have you read that? Uh, Rachel Hollis is Girl, Wash Your Face. Yeah, Rachel Hollis. Um, I don't remember her exact quotes, but that, that whole book had an impact on me as far as like, you know, being successful and being a mom um, and, you know, not necessarily finding the balance that you think that you should have, but making sacrifices to get where you're supposed to go. Um I think is crucial that you're always going to have to give and take, you know? So I think anyone that is a mom and who's in business should read that book. I think it's great. Yeah. Well, I'll tag all that below and to wrap it up. I want to say thank you so much for joining me. I have enjoyed your, you know, I've enjoyed our conversation. Will you let, yeah. Will you let all the listeners know where they can find you and connect with you? Yeah. So my handle on Instagram is, Master Aesthetician 101. 
Um, you can also find me on TikTok. I'm starting YouTube and a bunch of different channels. But yeah, follow me on Instagram. I would love that. Perfect. Well, I will tag all of that in the show notes. I'll tag the book that you mentioned, the Rachel Hollis book. I'll tag that. So what they need to re-listen and I say thank you. That's the show for today, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. And like I mentioned, all of April's information will be in the show notes. So you can just connect with her over on Instagram. If you have any questions about anything you heard today, please feel free to reach out to her or myself at Mama Knows Beauty Biz Podcast on Instagram. I look forward to connecting. And as always, I wish you the very best day. See you soon.